Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello, and welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is December 19th, 2023, episode 209. My name is Eric Peterson, and I'm joined by the, joined today by the amazing Mr. Daniel Garcia. Hey, Daniel. Oh, hey, Eric. Amazing. Wow. That's great. How are you doing? I, you know, I'm doing okay. It is the season to have a cold for, you know, four months, um, at least if you're me. So that's what I'm dealing with, but eh, I'm okay. How about yourself? Uh, not too bad. Still, you know, same little, uh, won't go away, but eh. Yeah. Christmas is next week. I know that's kind of crazy, right? We're six yeah, days we're away. Gonna... I don't know how that happened. 2024, we're bearing down on it. <laughs> uh, ready for uh, all your shopping done? Um, I am, but I'm sure my wife has got more to do and, um, you know, little things, stocking stuffers, stuff like that. Every time I feel like I'm done, uh, you know, like two days before, I'm like, ah, oh, no, I forgot this. <laughs> I mean, I'll just be happy if the, uh, my wife tends to wait until like 1am Christmas day to start wrapping and then she's up all night. And so I'm like, please let me help you earlier. But I, I, you know. I understand that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, tis the season to give thanks and to give, and we want to give thanks to our sponsor order solutions. There's a few ways that you can give thanks back to order solutions. You want to tell us what some of those are, Daniel? Oh, absolutely. So you can buy tickets to Into the Box 2024 in Washington, D.C. next May. We're going to be talking more about that in a little bit. You can like and subscribe to our videos on the YouTube, what you're watching right now. Um, you can help Ortis reach for the stars by start and forking our repos. You can subscribe to this podcast on your podcast apps and leave us a review and we will read it on the show. Uh, you can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast. We've got content, great content coming regularly. Uh, the Box Life Store, you get some merch. Um, I've gotten some merch from the Box Life Store. Let me tell you right now, my Command Box Servers Up t-shirt is my favorite. <laughs> um, you can buy some of the Orders books, 102 Cold Box HMBC t- Quick Tips and Tricks, as well as Learn Modern CFML in 100 plus minutes. I like how they say 100 plus minutes. So like the minimum is 100 but the plus can be, you know, whatever. It's it's in case you take longer, you don't feel like you messed up somehow. <laughs> yep. We also want to give thanks for our festive Patreon supporters. We Ooh. have currently have 42 Patreons supporting this program directly. We thank you for all of that. And we'll tell you more at the end about how you can join and what perks you get as a Patreon supporter. Yep. Oop, let me get that link. Well, some fun stuff here. Uh, we don't have any news or announcements uh, per se. We have other stuff we're going to talk about, but no new announcements. So we're going to skip over this first section and jump straight into some new releases and updates. And uh, we have a big one here. Oh, this is huge. Biggest one today. Well, it's been a slow week, but no, this is huge anyway. Content Box 6 is released. Finally. 
I shouldn't say finally, but we've been waiting for it because it's all these cool things. <laughs> Lots of great updates, including improvements to the content box CLI and not CLI, as Eric will make fun of me if I call it a CLI. That's true. Upgraded to use Coldbox 7, which is awesome. Now using CB Security 3 with a ton more security features. Um, new features like content updates, domain aliases, migrations, and more. Lots, lots more. Uh, we've got a blog post out there. We'll paste the link in there and go check it out. But Content Box 6, hot off the presses. It's out there. Go check it out. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Some of my favorite new features in this release uh, are, one, the media manager is now powered by CBFS, which is the Coldbox file system module. And if you're like, okay, cool, I can do file reads. What's the point? It's because you can seamlessly move between any provider uh, that is supported by CBFS. In tests, you can make it a mock provider. You can have a local provider. You can easily hook it up to S3 or any S3 compatible provider. And it's all the exact same code under the hood. So some great stuff there. Um, that is awesome. Local disks, RAM disks, AWS, DigitalOcean, Google Cloud Storage, and more. And then this is one that you don't think about until you uh, try to go rename uh, a link. But we now have content history redirects uh, for your SEO. So if you change um, a, a slug, we're going to do some automatic redirects for you. So anybody going to that old slug will still get where you want them to go with the correct status code and everything. So great work to everybody that worked on Content Box version 6. And go ahead and check it out on Forgebox. And if you check out the docs, you'll be able to see the upgrade guide, both from version 4 and version 5. Absolutely. So happy holidays from Ortis to you, Content Box 6. Well, let's talk about some webinar meetups and workshops. Um, I had the chance to be on a webinar this last Friday for the Hawaii Cold Fusion meetup group. Got to talk about Inertia.js and Cold Fusion. One of my favorite subjects. And uh, if you missed that, you can check out the recording. We'll put the links in the show notes. Uh, but it's a, a great tool to give yourself a single-page app-like experience without having to write an API and using all the cold fusion that you know and love. Yep. And a shout-out to John Barrett in the chat. Aloha, John. We see you there for uh, for hosting these uh, Hawaii cold fusion meetups. Keep doing it, buddy. Doing a great job. And coming up, we have the online CF meetup this Thursday, December 21st at 12 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. It is installing Cold Fusion 2023 choices, challenges, and solutions with Charlie Earhart. So come and join us this Thursday. It's probably the last uh, you know meetup you're going to see before, you know, I would venture to say before the new year. But uh, we'll see. Somebody might prove me wrong. That'd be a fair guess, but you never know. Okay, we're zooming right through this. Let's give some CFCast updates. And uh, again, this is the, the big one, Into the Box 2023 videos. They are available for any paid subscriber. No longer just a premium series or locked to those who were attendees. You can go view them now. There is hours of content there for you to go to check out. And coming soon in the new year, we'll have more in the Mastering CBYR series from Grant. Let's jump on to conferences then. And uh, Daniel, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, Into the Box 2024? I do. I'm sorry. I thought I marked this one. I'm sorry. Into the... Ah! Hang on. 
Thank you. Into the Box 2024. It's going to be in Washington, D.C. on May 15th through 17th. And that we're very excited about the location change. I mean, Houston's nice, but Washington, D.C. is pretty darn cool, too. And I think it's the first time we've ever been there with this conference. So we're all very, very excited. Um, blind tickets are still available now through the end of the year. We'll put a links out there for that. Um, the call for speakers is closed, but we, and I say we, are going to be announcing the first batch of sessions and workshops later this week. So be on the uh, the lookout for that. Check our uh, blogs and socials and all that. And we're going to be uh, starting to talk about content. And we've got some great content. I saw a sneak peek of what some of it's going to be. And it is fantastic stuff. Just great stuff. Yeah. Very excited for this conference. Um, Additionally, uh, blind tickets are still on sale. That's our term for you're buying tickets before you know what the content is. Um, that will be available through the end of the year, even as we announce this first batch of workshops and speakers. So you can take a uh, a look at what those are and uh, get a great discount on coming to End of the Box next year. There's yep. some other conference uh, announcements. This was exciting. Save the date for CF Camp 2024. This is once again going to be in Freising, Germany, outside of the Munich airport. This is June 13th and 14th, and there will be a call for speakers around mid-January, so just about a month away. Um, We'll put in the the links to those uh, posts on social media so you can check that out and save the date for CF Camp 2024. Now, Eric, you went this year. I did. I heard it was pretty cool, right? Yes, I, I love going to CF Camp. Great. Great people, people I don't get to see in person a lot, you know? It's kind of hard to travel across in um, that big old ocean. So, um, great conference. Hopefully, I can get back there this next year. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Yeah. And as always, if you want to see more conferences, go to confs.tech. Confs.tech. I'll put the link in there. You'll you'll figure it out. (laughs) C-O-N-F-S.tech. And check it out. I believe we are on there as well already, right? Uh, if not, we, we should, should be. We should. You know, I didn't check. You know, what? I'll look later. But, yep. Okay. All right. Well, let's jump into some blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. Let's start off with Mr. Ben Nadal. We're talking about generating Pandoc heading identifiers in Cold Fusion. Um, so for those of you who haven't uh, read anything of Ben's lately or uh, been listening to this podcast, Ben is writing a book on feature flags, and he's using a bunch of web technologies to do it. So he's writing his book's content and markdown, and he wants to inject a table of contents uh, and then uses that in- identifier to a header element. And so now using Pandoc to generate an EPUB version, right, uh, an ebook. He needs to make sure that the ha- the identifiers that he's put in to his markdown content match in Pandadoc. Um, and so he goes through how he's doing that. As you might guess with uh, Ben, it's using a lot of regex. <laughs> so um, come along and, and see how Ben is making sure that those identifiers match. Yep. And I, I just put a link as well to his feature flag book. It's half off right now. Um, it's a uh, work... Uh, work in progress, but if you buy it now, you would get the final version later. I actually bought my copy. Um, awesome. I have not read it yet, but knowing Ben, I'm going to learn something. 
And so, you I know, this is one of those places where I don't know, <clears throat> hashtag Ben is right. Like feature flags are pretty freaking awesome. Like I get into a project that doesn't have them and I'm always like, Ugh, can I convince whoever's working on this to let me take the time to put this in and then work on the feature? Because that will make me happy. <laughs> you know, I gotta, I've got. i heard you talk about feature flags. I've heard Brad talk about feature flags. They sound really cool. I just haven't quite grokked the Kool-Aid on that one yet. <laughs> you so... got to use it once and then, then you'll be in. I mean, for me, it was uh, being able to deploy a feature and there happened to be a problem and we just turned off the flag and then everybody was back to normal. There wasn't any like mad rush to go revert the code base and push it out. It was a very easy, like we'll let 50% of the people in. Oh, there's a problem. Let's roll it back. So what happens when features get stale? They just stay there. That is, that's the downside is you have to go clean up those flags. Um, But at some point you, I mean, I just go into our, we have a web interface for it and I can see all the flags that are just on. Right, they're hundred percent on, on for everybody, and I'm. I know now I can go in and take out the code for that, and then delete the flag. So yeah, it takes some cleanup, but yeah. the ability to be able to, you know, at the drop of a pin, switch who's getting what code is is worth the cleanup. That is cool. It, it does sound really cool, man. You you talked about it. Do we have anything on CFcast on those yet? Um, I don't believe so. We do have a few modules on ForgeBox. We have a SDK for uh, Launch Darkly, which is one that I know Ben has written about a few times. And then we have an uh, SDK for Unleash, which is one that I've used. I like Unleash because you can host it for free using their like Docker image and then um, not pay anybody anything. <laughs> so. so that'd be 2024 feature flag CF cast video. How about that? Yeah, yeah, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. The uh, okay. So uh, moving on, we've got a couple blog posting from Robert Zender. I hope I said your name right. I apologize. Um, talking about uh, Command Box SSG, Command Box Static Site Generator, and what a cool idea. Um, basically, going through using Command Box to generate your static site and publish it. Um, I feel like this is something that we were talking about uh, before. I know Gavin and I were kind of chatting about this a while back and how cool it would be to have a static site generator for Command Box. And how we go about doing it. And then like a lot of things Gavin and I talk about, that's cool. Let's go work on something else because that's something that always comes up. But I am glad to see that he is doing this and I'm going to check it out because um looks like he started this a while back and then kind of came back through and uh, yeah. yeah. It's really yeah, this, cool. We got the links out there. And If you ever remember us talking about Command Box Jasper, this is a successor to Command Box Jasper. Same person, different name of the project. And uh, another fun thing is you check out the blog post that we put in. This blog is ran off of Command Box SSG. So you can get an idea right away of what it's like. And Ooh. yeah, I too, I'm excited to see how this one goes. Um, I'll be honest, I don't have a personal blog right now because I got tired of paying, you know, cheap, but like even the $5 a month to DigitalOcean, I was like, eh, I don't write enough yeah. for this. But you can use free tools like command box SSG and GitHub pages and have a blog for free. And so I got to jump on this cause this is going to be awesome. I'm right there with you. I've, I've been looking at different blogging things and, you know, I want to just use content box six, but I really like the idea of just putting changes into Git and have it deploy. Um, 
So I, I got to look at it too. I'm also looking at migrating from DigitalOcean AWS and playing with some, there's too much stuff I want to play with, Eric. I know, right? <laughs> time. I've got like four weeks to my next semester. I don't have time to do everything I want to do. But this looks really cool. It sounds like you have four weeks to do everything you want to do. <laughs> I don't. That's just it. Do you know under the hood what this is using? Because I know years ago I looked at Hugo and Jekyll a little bit. Um, and this reminds me very much of that. Um, is it just his own custom thing under the hood? or That is a great question. Um, you know, I can go try to take a look if you want to continue talking about our next blog post. I will. So next we've got, uh, again, Mr. Ben Nadell, who's always very busy, um, talking about using Google Recapture V3 in Cofusion. Um, basically, he's got a blog talking about he saw an increase in spam bots, meaning his form, wanted to add Recapture 3 to his login, and kind of just talks through what he had to do to add that. Let me get the link out there. Uh, one second. And as everything Ben does, as he kind of breaks it down, walks you through it, shows step by step. He doesn't just say, do this, you're done. He's like, do this, and here's why, and shows step by step, which is very awesome for uh, for any blogger to do that, but especially Ben. So uh, I'm not going to go through the whole blog post, um, but just go check it out. As always, lots of code examples, step by step. He's got his demos, and you can see how it all works. Awesome. You need to install a bit more. I'm not there yet, but uh, we'll we'll no. get there. <laughs> no worries. Um, he is. It looks like it's all uh, bespoke CFML. So he's including. So if, for instance, if you're a Markdown file, he's including a a view uh, that you can override. It looks like, and then putting the Markdown inside of that. I think. That's so, kind of what I was wondering. Just yeah. when I was kind of through, I didn't do a deep dive. But you but, can uh, provide your own CF CFML views or layouts as well um, to wrap all this. So yeah, some good stuff there. I I'm excited to play with that. Absolutely. All right, that's it for our uh, blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. Let's talk about finding a job. We have two new jobs to talk about. One that was on C getcfmljobs.com, and one that I just found as I was prepping for this. Let's talk about that one first. Okay. Hotel well, planner. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Hotel Planner is looking for a Cold Fusion 2016 and 2023 expert. Um, they have a, a Twitter slash X link, and they have an email that you can reach out to if you are interested in that job. Um, no so, more details, unfortunately, there. Wait, what if you're a 2018 expert? Uh, we don't want you. My guess is they're trying to upgrade from 2016 to 2023. Um, and especially <laughs> given last week's like vulnerabilities that were announced, I can see why they'd want to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're good at upgrading, this might be a job for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on getcfmljobs.com, we have a Cold Fusion developer in Washington, DC. We'll post both of those into the show notes and the chat. Uh, as well, you can join the CFML Slack team or the Box Team Slack team and check out the jobs channel in each of those teams. Absolutely. All right. We're on the home stretch now. Let's talk about our ForgeBox module of the week and our VS Code hint, tip, and trick of the week. So um, I chose this, the, this one today. It's called Route Auditor. 
All that Route Auditor does is when you install it, you configure a uh, data source and a table, and you turn it on or off, active or not, and then it will log every route that comes in into that table. And oh. you might be sitting here thinking, okay, why did I need that? And this is my favorite kind of module uh, for two reasons. One is something that you probably want in multiple applications, and now you don't have to copy and paste that everywhere. And two, it shows off interceptors. I'm pretty sure interceptors are my favorite part of Coldbox. Uh, I remember when I was first starting to play around with modules in Coldbox, interceptors were where I was like, wow, I can automate a lot of things that in other places I have to write a bunch of boilerplate code by having an interceptor. Um, especially in Coldbox where you can automatically register that when installing the module. So is this a simple uh, module? Absolutely. Is it still useful? Absolutely. So if you're thinking, I don't have a great idea, you don't need a great idea. You just need one that you want to install multiple places. Well, to be fair, this is a great idea. That's true. That's true. And, you know, it's funny you're talking about this. I'm looking like, oh, I know this. Did Dan Card do something like this too? He and sure I just did. It. It's Dan Card. Dan's yeah, always I, doing cool I, utilities and awesome, very useful things and modules. And I know. Dan's going to pass me up one of these days on module count, and it will be a bittersweet day. <laughs> You'll keep doing like one more just to keep it keep yourself ahead. <laughs> All right. And on to our uh, VS Code hint tip and trick of the week. I thought we could review some of the awesome features that came out in the last release of Visual uh, Studio Code. And so I picked out some of the ones that I liked. Um, so I'll give those to you. Uh, let's see. They had floating editor windows are in now. So you can drag an editor tab just out and it will create a new window. Um, to be honest, I didn't know that you couldn't do that, but I love doing that because I do that all the time in web browsers. I thought they had that already. Or, yeah, you know, this, I, is, I, this is November 2023, so I could be a little bit behind. No, I mean, you know what I'm thinking of is I had to have another um, VS Code open and then drag uh, it from one right. to the other. Just drag it and detach it. So nice. You can I'm also uh, like right-click on um, any of your tabs and choose like open a new window now. So... Some awesome stuff there. Uh, terminal sticky scroll. So a while back, VS Code introduced a sticky scroll option that you can turn on so that in your file tree, it'll keep the folders um, stuck to the top until you've scrolled past them all so you can see your context. And they've done something similar now with the terminal. You can have the command that you're running stick at the top even if the output goes further, which uh, it's an option right now. So you'll have to go turn it on. But I thought that was a great idea, especially if you, like me, forgot what command you were running. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they had a lot about GitHub Copilot, which I realize isn't exactly the free part of VS Code. Um, but I thought I'd give a shout out to one of them. They have a potential vulnerability detection in the code block. Uh, the example they gave was somebody logging out a, pass a username and password and Copilot pops up and just says, hey, this is a potential plain text, a secret vulnerability uh, leakage. And I'm like, hey, I, I would love that. I know I've, uh, I hope I'm not the only one, but mistakenly done that with like .env files in the past where, you know, committed it to source control and then had to learn all the Git magic to get it out. Yeah, I know. I'm not perfect. Oh, man. So there's some awesome updates there. Um, I don't believe VS Code does any updates in December, uh, but we can come back in January and see all the cool stuff they've been working on then. 
Yeah, so help me as soon as I saw the floating editor window thing you just said, I immediately tried it. I'm like, whoa, it works. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, this brings us to the end of our podcast today. It's a really quick one, which makes sense well, for the on, holidays. Hang on, hang on. Oh. Charlie posted on the chat. Uh, speaking of migrating to CF 2023, he did a CF meetup talk last week and he posted a link to the presentation. Oh, awesome. So if we'll need you a, we are can re- a 2018 expert and want to learn how to go to 2023 so you can get that job, go check out Charlie's presentation. We'll just grab Charlie's link and reply to that post on Twitter and say, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can pay me $30,000 once instead. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my um, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's take the chance to thank our festive Patreon supporters here. These are individuals and companies that are supporting our open source initiatives to ensure great toolings like Command Box, Forge Box, Cold Box, Content Box, Test Box, and all your other favorite box products. Keep getting mention, the conti- What's that? I'm sorry. Did we mention that Content Box 6 is released as of today? Woo! Woo! They, these Patreons help make sure that these tools get the continuous development they need, and they fund the cloud infrastructure that our community relies on like Forgebox for package management. You can support us as well by going to patreon.com slash Solutions. Oh, Supporters at the bronze package and up, you'll get a Forgebox Pro and a CFCast subscription as a perk. And all Patreon supporters have a profile badge they can show off on our community website, access to their own private forum on that website, and access to a private channel on the Box Team Slack. I'm going to interrupt you one second, Eric. Yes. I'm going rogue from the script. Um, you mentioned how Dan Card writes all these cool modules. Well, you also write cool modules. And Scott in the chat is asking about Megaphone. And I know that's a really cool module you just worked on. So do you want to maybe give us a, a quick on what Megaphone is? I'm curious where Scott saw Megaphone because I don't remember <laughs> talking about it. Um, <laughs> use a forge box and saw a megaphone. Oh, Scott just has an RSS feed, and every time you do anything, he probably just gets an update. He's like, I know it's going to be awesome. Scary. Uh, megaphone is a module for managing notifications, uh, notifications, multi channel, multi recipient notifications. Um, so right now it supports. Uh, natively, it supports uh, database notifications, so you can stick them in the table and show them elsewhere on your site. Um, but thanks to uh, one of our Patreon supporters, uh, Synaptrix, or John Wilson, I'm currently working on adding support for both uh, Mail and Slack natively into there. So watch for that coming soon. And it's built in a way you can add your own uh, without me having to merge your pull requests. So you want to send it through Pusher? Throw up some code for it on your site. There you go. Nice. That's your bonus Forgebox module of the week. In fact, I think it was two weeks ago, Forgebox module. (laughs) Oh, it was. I I didn't see two weeks ago. I should have, but I think it was Grant and and you, right? Grant and Gavin. Grant and Gavin. Yeah. I missed it too. So, but hey, thank you. Thanks for letting us know. And thank you to every Patreon that supports open source development. Big shout out to John Wilson and Snaptrix. We appreciate you, brother. And speaking of top Patreons, our festive Patreons, because of course it's the holiday season. Do 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 do. Let's go through these. We got John Wilson at Snaptrix. We got Tomorrow's Guides, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, 
Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, James Moberg and Jeffrey McGee at Sunstar Media, Dean Mounder, Kevin Wright, Doug Kane, Nolan Irk, Abdul Rahim, and many, many more Patreons. As always, you can see an up-to-date list of all sponsors on the Order Web Solutions website, ordersolutions.com slash about hyphen us slash sponsors, and I will paste that link over there. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, have a happy and safe holidays, and we will see you in the new year. Next year. See you later. <laughs>